here on Faith Today, we'll be hearing the story of a widow that believed in God and his prophet and was blessed because of it. <laughs> and was blessed because of it. So we'll begin. Welcome to an audio digest of Faith Today with your host, JLP. Stick around for a listen. Yesterday I was listening to a sermon by Dr. David Jeremiah. It was about a widow. The widow that went to Elisha, the prophet, about her struggles with finance. You know, her husband just died. She had two kids. And debtors were coming like debtors. I mean, some people just pronounce it like debtors. I don't know. You know, D-E-B-T-O-R-S. Those guys that you owe money. Yeah, they came to one of the kids to become bondmen, as it was said in the scripture. And, and she was frustrated. She was distressed. She's like, what am I going to do? So she knows that her husband was a son to Elisha the prophet. You know how prophets had uh, servants. And even today, prophets do have uh, sons. So she went to Elisha, you know, explained herself told him uh, she cried actually it was said she cried to prophet Elijah telling him you know your servant my husband just died and I got two kids that was about to be taken away from me by his creditors and I don't know what to do because we don't got nothing to eat now like we're literally just broke she was in a state of distress and she's possibly starting to get depressed you know like she just lost her husband people looking for cash from her they're about to take her kids away because she owned them cash and now she's like what do i do what do i do? so she goes to the prophet tells him the story it's really significant what he what he asked her in uh it's in second kings chapter 4 verse 1 and 7 that's where the story is from and uh i'll just read in verse 2 so you can see what elisha said to her elisha said to her what shall i do for you you know tell me what what do you have what do you have at home? And she's like, yo, I don't got anything. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm owing people cash. Oh, my, my husband's owing people cash. Cause like, he died and left her with a lot of debt. I mean, like, people still do it today. You know, they just, but it's not going to that, right? That's not what we're talking about. Me asked her, what do you have? What do you have in your house? What do you want me to do for you? What do you have in your house? She's like, okay, I don't have anything but a pot of oil or a jar of oil. Anyhow, you want to see it. And he said, do this, go and borrow vessels from all your neighbors even empty vessels don't borrow a few borrow a lot and when you come in shut the door on you and your chair like just close you and your kids in the house and and he gave her an instruction he said pour or into all these vessels the empty vessels that you've gotten pour into it this jar of oil you set aside those that are full I mean she had a pot of oil he asks her, what do you have? And she says, uh, I have a pot of oil. And he gives her an instruction. He says, go borrow you vessels. Go to your neighbors, your friends, go all around, all around, abroad of all your neighbors. Now, if you told this today, if someone comes and tells you, hey, what do you have? You're in desperate need of something. Now, that thing that you have, God can multiply it. Just take that thing and just pour it into an empty vessel. Now, it takes faith to actually do that because you're like what you want me to am i am i am i am i daft it's literally a small jar of oil and you want me to fill up 10 liters worth of container with just a small quantity i mean come on it's a little i mean imagine now let's just imagine this right this jar of oil that she's pouring out of is transparent like a glass jar and she can see that this thing is at a low level sir do you know 
how much oil is in that jar. You don't know how much oil. I mean, she didn't do that. She just did as she was told. That's something that people are missing out this day. There is a place of instruction in faith. There's a place of instruction in faith where you have to act on what you believe. Because if you don't act on what you believe, then it doesn't show that you believe. So she went into her house, shut the door on her and the kids, brought these vessels in and started to pour. She kept pouring, they kept filling up, she kept pouring. She was definitely amazed. You know, that feeling you get you like you're pouring something and it doesn't stop flowing it just keeps flowing it's, it keeps flowing and you move aside the other one it keeps flowing it keeps flowing you know at some point you start to believe i mean i'm sure she was instead of before you first is like how is this going to happen but anyway let me just do it because i trust my prophet elisha i know that he has done great things before she goes into her house starts this thing so she's like is it gonna work like am i sure that if I pour this thing that it wouldn't finish and I'm like so what do I do now it's it's not coming out anymore in a state where that jar was transparent she was probably looking at the level like okay it's about to finish uh it's it's, it's still going it's still going it's still going it's still going oh my god it is still pouring out no way junior get me another vessel this thing's still it's still flowing get me another vessel bring another one it's full bring another one full bring another one another one just keep bringing them bringing them what and then and then now she's probably thinking i should have gotten more vessels when you're instructed to do something it takes belief to actualize or to act upon an instruction from the mouth of god through a servant it takes belief to act upon an instruction it takes faith faith today is an action it's not a warm feeling in your chest it's an action you act on instruction faith is acting on instruction as it says in hebrews hebrews 11 faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen you don't understand the instruction you don't you, you can't understand the instruction you can't make sense of it humanly speaking it doesn't make sense why would i go and pour a, a little a little bit of oil in, and, and and that would fill vessels not just one a vessels many vessels just a little jar of oil is going to fill up and that, that's not that's not possible i mean come on what kind of chemical science are you gonna do to, to miraculously fill so many jars and so many vessels with just a little jar of oil? It takes faith to act upon instructions that you hear from God. There's a special part in this in this portion of scripture in verse six. When the vessels were full, she said unto her son, "Bring me yet another vessel." So now here's the point, which is like, I should have gotten more vessels. Is there any more vessels left? Mom, there ain't no vessel left. It's all done and the oil stopped notice it, it said the oil just stayed it ceased to pour she didn't have any more vessels and the oil stayed there is a need to borrow vessels there was a part of, of the new testament when the disciples of christ were, were following jesus and he asked peter oh yeah i want to use your boat to talk to these people so just bring it towards the land and he did that Afterwards, Jesus comes to him and says, Cast your net into the sea, fetch some fish, or catch some fish. So he tells Jesus, Look, we have toiled all night, all night. I am a professional of these things. I am a fisherman. I know how this thing works. We've done all night. There's no way we can get a catch a day. We've toiled all night and we've got nothing. So no need but because you are the christ at your word we'll do it we'll see what happens usually that's how people respond to instructions when they're like in a desperate situation and they're like there's nothing else to do it's like this thing doesn't make sense but you know what what am i gonna lose right just just, just do it what, what i'm told to do just do it right and 
the funny thing with, with faith, you just need as tiny as a mustard seed, as, as it was said somewhere in the New Testament. Faith is little as a mustard seed, and if you see the mustard seed, is pretty little. That little faith can move a mountain. It could signify a problem. You could just believe that a mountain will shift, and it literally shifts. But she takes a step of faith. She believes the prophet, because what else is she going to do? She's in a desperate situation. She probably has gone to everywhere she can for help, and she's like, this is my last resort. So what am I going to do? Do what he asks. It says, pour oil into vessels. I'm going to pour oil into vessels. The same way Peter was like, well, you said, cast mine into the deep for, for a catch. I'm just going to do it because you said it. What am I going to lose? Nothing. I'm not going to catch any fish anyway, so let's just do it. He tosses his net and he gets a net breaking reward. But here's the fun part. He has to go to his other friends and he borrows the boat and they all get a huge catch that day. The instruction was silly. How are you going to catch fish in the morning? It's early. They're, the, the fishes are way down in in the deep because the fish love the dark parts of the sea and Peter it, it does what Jesus asked him to do important thing here is that he had to get the boat of his friends he had to borrow to accommodate the blessings of God he needed to borrow to accommodate the blessings of God what that shows us here is you are a channel of blessing you're not a storage room of blessing you're a channel of blessing so it means that whatever God gives you you're supposed to let it flow just like the oil flowed into those vessels and those vessels were full and they were sold and she got money to cater for her kids for some time and then you know just to, something to start up that's towards the end of the story where Elisha instructs her to go and sell the oil and pay her debt and this signifies boring vessels shows the need for you to be a channel that attracts and allows the flow of God's blessings you attract God's blessings because you desire it because maybe because of your desperate situation you desire god's blessings but they're not to be kept in you, you see that's why people that have talents you know you sing or you dance or or you write poems or you write a story or you, you write a book there is something in every person that is meant to be given when you receive something if you hoard it it destroys the children of israel when they got manna from heaven it fell from heaven and god said take as much as you can eat for that day and don't keep it they disobeyed god some of them kept this manner and then it got spoiled got rotten you should not keep the blessings of god you should let it flow out of you freely jeremiah said it once he said this 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 word that you've given me is like fire shut up in my bones so i have to just i have to let it out you are designed as a flow of blessings so you you give your life to christ you're saved how did you get saved because someone else received the blessing of salvation and shared it with you you are a reception of the blessings of god god saved this person and this person brings you that message of salvation this person tells you christ saved me and now i want him to save you so i'm going to tell you about christ jesus so that you would look unto him for salvation and receive the blessing that i've received in that sense you are designed as a flow of god's blessings so if you keep god's blessings natural resources are depleted from use so you use natural resources and that's how they diminish but human resources when not used they are diminished that was exactly that shows that you as a person you have to discover the people that you need to borrow vessels from there are people that you need to borrow their vessels so that their vessels can become your receptor of blessings that would flow to them because i mean definitely when peter caught the fishes he didn't hoard all the fishes he had to give it to the people that he borrowed the boats from because i mean you borrowed my boat 
give and it shall be given you know give and receive give and take that's how life is generally if you look at the life of jesus he was the perfect example of a channel of blessings he had three and a half years to minister to the people and he always fed his disciples with the word of god every time they were around him he kept speaking to them wisdom and he communed with his disciples as well as the people around him he fed the five thousand people with fish and bread it was him borrowing a little boy's meal you see that he had to borrow it and multiplied it and blessed many with it i'm not trying to put something out here that you should look for stuff to borrow i mean you should be more uh, prudent and careful with how you handle finances and everything else around you but it should not be uncomfortable to borrow vessels when those vessels are going to be a channel of blessing to the people you're borrowing them from and to everyone else around you jesus didn't say okay i'm not i mean, I mean this little boy is the only person with milk if i take his food how's he gonna eat lunch lord this little boy here has got some food he's like yeah that boy mm-hmm that one over there yeah he's got food bring his food and he was willing to let go of his food so that it can be multiplied when you see an opportunity for god's blessings to flow do not hesitate to be a part of it to plug in to that that channel you are maybe you're the one who's been borrowed from or you're the one that has to borrow the vessels as long as that thing is going to have a large impact miracle of blessings flowing out do not hesitate to gather so that you can scatter now what do i mean by that there was a sower went out to sow seeds he was just scattering the seeds you know some fell on the thorns some fell uh, on the rocky side and then some fell on good soil now these seeds were good seeds and he scattered them he gathered the seeds and scattered them abroad and they had to find a good soil before they germinated now not every person that the blessing of God reaches through you or through someone else around you will grow that blessing and increase it to become another channel of blessing now this sower you got the seeds spread them across and then it found good soil and it grew and now that seed has grown into trees will now supply fruits for other people to gather seeds so they can scatter again so you see it's a process of life something that keeps occurring you must continuously be a channel of blessing grow your capacity for for the blessings of god now you may have a little capacity at this point you know you have something little and that you know, during during the rain in season for example when water flows through an earth gutter the ones is not being cemented it's just earth as the current of the water increases it widens that gutter it, it forms a gully and then there's erosion and all that when the current of blessing increases it expands your capacity to receive it so as the blessings of god increase upon you it expand your capacity to become a chance to become a bigger channel of blessings like an example of a tree you know as it grows it becomes bigger taproot system trees as they grow bigger their roots grow stronger and they go deeper into the soil getting more nutrients the more you are blessed the more you grow so you maybe have been in a small place as long as you remain a channel of blessings you will grow and expand and increase as long as there's something flowing through you it grows you it increases you as long as you keep getting God's blessings as long as you keep allowing the blessings of God to flow through you you will eventually grow to a state where you can handle a nation's problem you can handle a community's situation you're providing food for just two orphans 
that, that was that what you could afford at that time and you keep doing that you keep providing every time you come and you supply them food and then it grows from a week to a month you keep doing it you keep doing it and then as you keep doing that you keep giving out you keep growing in your ability to give so from every month now you're doing every week every week you supply their breakfast lunch and dinner and then you start every day you can do it every day and then you add more people then once you're at a point where you, you sit back and you're like I've grown I was the person that was just feeding two boys at an orphanage home and now I supply food to an entire nation's orphanage system that is how the blessings of God works it takes you from one level to another is you keep letting yourself be a channel of blessing you keep growing in your capacity because now you're able to receive more because you are giving out so there's a statement here you must ensure that you deliberate about giving out you planting seeds you're finding the good ground to carefully scatter your seeds upon them acquiring greatness requires frustration hence your need to remain optimistic to become great you need to endure the period of frustration I mean there will be times where you're like this thing's not working how can I get it works let me break through you know once you hit a small breakthrough the walls get thicker you hit it again you break through the wall that, that, you, that you're going to hit it becomes thicker so as you progress upwards in life you grow more capacity let's say you do 10 cages before you lift 10 cages now you start lift 10 cages it's easy work you're not gonna stay okay because i can lift 10 cages that's what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna stay on 10 cages i'm just gonna be lifting 10 cages every single time i come to the gym no you will move to the next level you will go to 20 cages or some people will go 30 cages you could go to 50 cages you you move up there is always a leveling up so if you want to become great you must be able to endure the frustrations up ahead and remain optimistic in order to successfully attain or acquire the greatness that you desire. Thank you and God bless you for staying tuned. I uh, hope you enjoyed and hope you had a wonderful time. Well, I, I, I did have a, a good time as well and I'm grateful that you stayed to listen till the end. And thank you very much for sticking around.